And I'm Jane Brooke. And we are strong women who need friends. We are two highly driven women who met through our House of Colour careers and became firm friends, despite being very different. Here we talk about our challenges and our struggles and what makes us tick. Sometimes we'll invite other strong women, and occasionally men, to join us and talk about their highs and lows, always keeping it real. and welcome to our brand new podcast Strong Women Need Friends. Hello, hello Claire. So um, we decided, well actually let me tell you who we are to begin with. I'm Jane Brooke and Claire Banter, sorry. Yeah sorry, right. um, we'll end up talking all over ourselves won't we. Um, I'm Claire Bannister and uh, we're strong women who need friends aren't we Jane? We are indeed, we are yes and I think we do need friends. So often people see us as those strong, confident, independent women, but actually we need the support. We need the honest, sort of caring support that we get from each other. And I didn't really expect to find that when I joined House of Colour all those years ago, yeah. 10 years, actually. No, me neither. Um, and, and, and in fact, I think I've always worked in an environment where um, I've gathered friends through work, but, um, as you've left that job, apart from my husband, who I married, uh, you've kind of you kind of lose touch with those friends. So um, it's it's a wonderful thing to actually be um, become friends with somebody who's very different from me, but very like me. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things we want to discuss on this podcast. We have so many ideas to share with you because we spend so much time talking to each other and supporting each other and challenging each other. Claire is known for making me cry uh, <laughs> in a good way. Um, that we wanted to sort of share that on a wider platform really because we're hoping that some of you might find it interesting. Um, I wanted to share with you how we came up with the idea of the podcast. Uh, it was last summer, I was, oh, get me, lying by a pool in Bali, as you do. <laughs> 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 It was my fabulous summer holidays and I was messaging Claire on Instagram because we both really put ourselves out there that summer on Instagram hadn't we by posting um not the most comfortable of pictures but pictures of us in our swimming causes yeah you started that didn't you yeah it was a bit it was a bit of a big change for me I think um the job that Jane and I do um in terms of working with House of Colour and working with women um and helping them build their confidence um it became more apparent that we needed to build our Instagram app, which we, which is a very visual thing, obviously. So uh, we both started to focus on doing that to help improve our business and to get ourselves out there, I guess. Um, but it became very obvious to me that in the summer, um, where I was trying to get fit and 50, that actually um, all of my friends that are not House of Colour colleagues, have their own body issues with wearing swimming costumes and stuff. So uh, Jane and I took a bit of a brave pill and um, I posted a picture of me in a one-piece swimming costume. Um, I did take a few shots to get the best one, but it was the real me. There was no other photoshopping and stuff. So, um, and, and it was very well received because um, I think people saw the vulnerability in what I did. Jane and I were talking um, and she's just looked back at the messages actually, haven't you? And saw yeah. what I actually said. So I'll let her tell, her, tell you what I said, which sort of almost prompted us to do to start thinking about our podcasts. 
yeah well we were we were chatting and obviously i think it was a really hot day over here as well so you were talking about you you'd recently been on holiday hadn't you you'd been to america um and obviously usually when we go on holidays we indulge like we just have done over the christmas period we indulge a little bit more um so you felt like you were carrying a bit more weight you'd worked really hard to get fit hadn't you yeah. been doing, or both of us have been doing a lot of walking and um you sent me a message saying oh just feeling really sort of flabby overweight not feeling great and i sort of came back and said yeah it, that's that's where it, it feels a bit difficult to me to match the the inside person who does feel really vulnerable and insecure sometimes about the way we look especially in swimming costumes and in the summer when we're showing more flesh to the outwardly confident yeah here i am i'm an image consultant i've sorted i've sorted myself yeah. um and we were chatting about that and i said sometimes it feels difficult difficult to match that persona up which is then when you said yeah we need a podcast yeah and absolutely. Like, yes great we need to do this we need to talk about this stuff because um you know when you reach sort of you know you're not 50 yes and i've just waved 51 um into my life so you know when you reach this age we are we're more confident in a lot of ways but also we're dealing with the onset of menopause perimenopause hormonal changes so we are feeling sort of quite vulnerable and, and feeling the changes and um i thought we wanted to talk about that so we chatted about this podcast and then a few messages later claire comes back to me and says right going off into the garden now swimsuit on hashtag blobby i'm like what are you saying <laughs> And this is what we do. We say things like that about ourselves, but we don't say them. You'd no sooner have turned around to me and gone, oh, look at you, Blobby, in your swimming costume, than, you know, jumped off a bridge. But we say it to ourselves without thinking. It's almost as if we need to put ourselves down before someone else. I don't know why we do it before someone else says it or to show that we're aware that we're not the size eight model that we're supposed to be on Instagram. I don't know why we do it, but we do do it. So that was another thing. It's about talking to yourself in a kind way not in a kind self-care way but i often do it oh yeah you deserve that extra chocolate or that extra glass of wine but it's about being kind to ourselves it's about talking to ourselves the way we talk to other people you yeah. you refer to it really well as the mean girl in your head don't yeah. you yeah so i've, I've I, she's lived with me for for probably since i was about um 10 actually my mean girl and um and, and throughout, as I've grown over, she's, she's picked various topics to pick, pick holes in me. <laughs> um, and I'm, I think when you get to the age we are, Jane, you get to, a, you become more self-aware of what you're doing to yourself. And I guess you invest a bit of time in talking to different people who are experts in the field, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just made me really start to think about what she says to me and how she puts me down when I let her in. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, she, she pops up every now and then, but um, I, I think this year I became more aware of what she was doing to my self-esteem. And I, and I think it's a number of factors around um, business flying off, um, becoming more visual on Instagram, um, and about actually having to think about what you look like more. Um, which is not something that I'm particularly comfortable with in terms of, oh, look at me. But I, but I think all of that stuff and all of those self-little doubts that you're having inside you just fed her and she just was really mean. And, and I ended up doing a lot of Instagram on my America trip and a lot of stories talking about the mean girl because um, I just felt that she, she came to fruition there, <laughs> as it were. And um, I think it's useful for other people to realise that 
whilst we're image and color consultants and we work with our clients to help them develop and build their their confidence up that actually we are still normal people and that we have the mean girl call her what you want um in you know we still have those doubts there's not i bet there isn't a woman that works for house of color that doesn't have those doubts at some point in the week so um i think the more us women talk about it the more that we share the challenges that we're facing whether it be menopause whether it be you know our, our own raising children or whatever it is i think it's incredibly important that we have forums to talk about it which is why podcasts are so amazing yeah yeah totally agree totally agree we all have the version of the mean girl you're right mine hasn't actually got a sort of name i haven't but it definitely comes out and makes me feel insecure um and it, it, it does sometimes feel to me, I sometimes then start to think, gosh, I'm doing this job. Why haven't I sorted myself out? Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. I don't think anybody is ever sorted. I heard a sort of brilliant quote um, somewhere, which said, we're all masterpieces, but we're all works in progress. Yeah. So we are all, we're right where we are now, but you, it's good to keep striving forward. And I think all of the personal development work that especially we've done over these last few months has really shone a light on some of the bits that are a bit more uncomfortable. And it's easier to ignore those bits and then just to pretend everything's okay and gloss over it. Um, and especially on the platforms like Insta is where everything is shown in a lovely, glossy, perfect light. But actually I think it's about being real. It's about going, yes, I do do all of this, but actually, most nights I'm sat on the sofa with my dog, drinking a cup of peppermint tea. It's not, yeah. it's not exactly rock and roll here. Um, <laughs> you know, it's showing. But of course, when you are on a social media platform, you're just showing off the, oh, great, I'm having cocktails here. I'm at this party here. I'm at this event here. Um, and it does look as though we are living these amazing lives, which actually, to be fair, we are really. Um, but it's, it's about showing that full rounded picture and going, yes, we've got all this but actually sometimes we have the self-doubts too let's talk about it let's have those like you say those forums i know you same as me are a massive podcast fan we love to i've listened to them all of the time i've got a real varied one i found a new one today i can't remember what it's called oh it's from the qi team i was watching sunday brunch and um downloaded a new one so that should be quite fun so um but it's it's i think podcasts are fabulous because you can hear things and then go off and do a little bit more research if you want to yeah. um, and find sort of things that you're interested in, things that resonate with you. I feel like I'm waffling now. No, no <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. And I think the fact that we became friends and the reason why we sort of jotted down why we wanted to do these podcasts. So I think maybe it might be, it may be quite a good idea just to think, to, to give people a little bit of background about us. Um, okay because if they're listening and they don't know House of Colour and they don't know what we do, I um, can't believe anyone doesn't know us, <laughs> um, <laughs> then, um, then uh, it, might, it might just be useful if someone wants to um, follow us or see what we, what we do. Do you think that might, yeah? So let me, let me- Yeah, good let idea. Me, let me kick off. So I'm um, obviously Claire Bannister. I uh, have a career in House of Colour, as we mentioned before, um, and I work out of um, Upminster in Essex. Um, Jane and I are different sides of the country, um, so we, we don't actually meet up that often, but um, we became friends during 
uh, well, I just joined actually, hadn't I? I just joined House of Colour. Jane's been doing it for a lot longer than me. And I joined House of Colour. And actually, frankly, Jane terrified the life out of me. Um, I was in awe of all of these wonderful women at the House of Colour conference who just looked so well put together. And I was this newbie arriving. And... Um, and Jane just looked so funky and cool. And, and I was just, oh my God, that woman looks amazing. Um, but she scared the life out of me. But now I know she's not actually that scary. Um, and, and we became friends. Um, I, I think we, we got invited to do some strategy work with House of Colour. And I think we ended up sitting next to each other. And I think that was the first time I actually thought, oh, she's not scary. She's actually quite nice. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're, I'm blessed to shop with Jane two or three times a year. Um, and we go and spend a day together and, and, and almost treat ourselves to personal shopping by Jane Brooke and Claire Bannister, really, because, of course, we do that for a living, but don't ever do it for ourselves. Um, and, and, that's where we, and that's where we've met, and that's how our friendship has grown. And I think our friendship is based on being two strong women with pretty successful careers, but um, with a friendship that's kind of deep-rooted in um, us being very honest with each other and challenging each other very hard. Sorry, I made you cry at that time. Um, challenging uh, each other very, very hard, I think. And I know if I ask Jane a question about something, she will give me an honest answer. And um, that's a very powerful friendship thing to have, isn't it? So um, that's a little bit about me. I've got two children and a husband who are out of the house today. Um, and I guess I'll tell you a little bit more about them as we go through our podcast. Over to you, Jane. Cool. Thank you. I, I'm not sure that I like that. I, I love the fact that you thought I was funky and cool and everything. Um, I think I was a bit hungover because I think it was day two of the conference. Um, <laughs> and often I used to have a little bit too much wine. Um, and not anymore. Good old hormones have stopped that drinking malarkey. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm Jane Brooke. I am also with House Colour. I'll be coming up to my 10-year anniversary. If you don't know who our House Colour is, we are the UK's premier image consultancy because we have the Gold uh, Investors in People Award. Um, we're, it's a fab company to work for. It's mainly women. We've got a few men, few men sort of dotted amongst the amongst the ranks. Um, but it's a, a sort of mainly female company, and it is an incredibly supportive company. I didn't really understand how supportive when I joined I wasn't really sure I, I typically me I didn't do a lot of research into what I was joining I just had my colour and style analysed by um I mean sort of recently before I before I joined um analysed by House of Colour and just thought oh, I want to do this so when the opportunity arose I jumped in and went great well, go for it um and I haven't regretted that once I have met some fantastic people and obviously you are right up there at the top of the tree <laughs> my love because um we get on so well and thank goodness we did go on that strategy meeting those few years ago and yeah. then went shopping and it's really developed into like you say a really strong friendship where I think honesty is key I think so often when you are a strong woman people aren't always honest with you they just agree with you rather than go well actually is that right is that belief right um and I know certainly I, I can get very carried away okay you may be surprised at that really? uh yeah <laughs> very carried away and sort of steamrolling my way back so I I need somebody to go hang on hang on hang on are you doing the right thing now mm. so yeah. you're absolutely fantastic for that and also I think in what we do it's it's like any sort of coaching um coaching career in that 
you need to be working alongside someone to keep yourself fresh you know i think if i i would get my my style my whole personality can be i was caught picked up on it i was reading something that someone had picked up on um the other day i often refer to myself as lazy she said no you're not lazy you're laid back and i am i'm very chilled and i think that unless i'm not and then you know about it it's like mm -hmm. a force of nature um but I often think that I possibly wouldn't develop my style as much if I didn't work so closely with you and Helen and a few of the others that I do. I would just get into my little, yeah, I'm fine. Rut. So I think actually those shopping trips, not only are they great for actually forcing me to go shopping for myself because I do it so often for clients, they're also good for challenging me, bringing me forward, keeping me on trend. Um, and also that, that it goes back to the support, um, which, which really, really helps me. So I wouldn't swap those at all. Um, I live in Worcester. So um, with my younger daughter, Millie, she is 21 and at uni at the moment. I'm not married, <laughs> although it would have been my 30th wedding anniversary today had I stayed married. Um, and my elder daughter, Emma, is away traveling. She is in Taiwan at the moment, enjoying herself, having a wonderful time. And they, they are two of the proudest, proudest things I have created. What's the word? I don't know what I'm looking for. But I think that House of Colour has taken me, I'm going to say the words, and some of my friends will cringe at this, taken me on an incredible journey. <laughs> journey. Journey. It's been a journey. But it has, I'm a very different woman to the woman I would have been, I think, had I not um, actually become a consultant. And I hope and believe that the way I've changed my life over the last 10 years, and again, we will talk about more about that in sort of later, later editions of our podcast, um, have encouraged the girls to take different routes than the, the route I took, which was very much to leave school, meet someone, move in with them, get a job, work, have children. Da -da. And there's nothing wrong with that. But actually, there's a whole world out there that you you can take different paths. So Emma, great career, tossed up her job and has gone travelling. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether she would have done that had I not sort of changed my life. And she's seen that you can work mm. in that way. It's important, isn't it? What we do for our kids. Yeah, um, and how we, uh, and I guess how we shape them and give them the opportunities. We're just lucky that we, you know, we can do that and and encourage them to do that. I think, um, and I do think that is to, dramatically to do with what we do as a career mm. and how we've, you know, working for yourself is really hard. Um, we have to put a lot of hours in. We have to be very self motivated, um, and. It, it must be, someone once said to me that being a parent means that you, uh, you're, you're basically teaching them from the moment that they can understand what you do, you're teaching them um, the, you know, the, almost the grounds of, of being a good person. So um, someone once said to me, um, why, would I not want to, why would I not want to dress uh, the best I can because I'm teaching my sons and daughters that actually when they when they go for their interviews and when they do their when they're trying to make a right impression that this is how you make the right impression and yeah by all means where you you tracksuit and slob out and whatever you want to do when you're at home but when you go and face that world you must present the best the best person you can to that outside world and um, and just because I'm a mummy and I work from home and I've got two young children um, she said to me, doesn't mean that I can't look, look and feel the best I can because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I will inspire them 
and because this is my job and um I, th I think that's a really powerful thing to think about especially when you're a young mum and you've you've got you know you've got young children um to know how to feel and look good and powerful in, in, in whatever way you want to do when you've got two seconds to do your makeup is pretty powerful totally totally agree it's about caring for yourself it's about believing that you're worth spending that little bit of time and it doesn't take long you know my makeup takes me as yours does I'm sure you know a minute and a half two minutes something like that it's just a really really quick but I know that I feel better when I've got my makeup on you know I've had a few days of just slobbing around on the sofa and then thought I need to do something I need to make myself feel a bit better because I was feeling you know just not flat not low just a little bit like Phew, can't be bothered so I got up this morning makeup on hair done got dressed because I knew that even though we're recording a podcast I knew I'd be seeing you on the zoom so I was like okay let's do this but actually the difference it's made to me has been huge and going back to the children it's it's that it's it's very much walking the talk they will they will lead they will show they will take from what you show rather than what you tell them yeah. So if you get up every day, show up, put your game face on, they're going to be picking that up rather than you rocking up and going, oh, I couldn't bother with me today. But you, come on, you really need to, to power through and get all of this done. Um, but you're giving off different messages. Your visual, oh my gosh, it's going back to sort of talk material here, but your visual's not matching with what you're saying. And of course, yeah. as we know, the visual is more powerful instantaneously than the words if mm. you don't if they don't match up people are going to believe that visual so of course of course it's logical that if we don't look as if we take care of ourselves our children the people we deal with they're going to take less notice of us than somebody who actually you don't have to spend hours doing it you know my sort of tagline is very much it's not about the clothes it's not about the makeup they are vehicles to making you feel better helping you look more put together so that you can do the things you want to do forget about that then and get on and have some fun yeah absolutely life's too short to spend half an hour in front of well we don't have the time do we half an hour in front of the mirror and then stand i mean i used to stare and look at my wardrobe that with lacking all inspiration um because it was jam-packed full of clothes that didn't fit me and fit me um thinking what the hell am i going to wear to work today and then wonder why i didn't get on the right train um and and then I thought oh no I'll put them out in the next the night before that will save me lots of time but then of course I try it on and it didn't fit and all of that sort of stuff and I think if we can give what we do and give we give our clients well and ourselves and our children the tools to be able to just do that effortlessly but create the right impression it's it's such a powerful thing um I looked at my daughter yesterday when we went out up London and um she's a summer so she wears very soft and muted clothes and she literally just she literally had i said what are you gonna wear today i was kind of checking what she was gonna wear checking <laughs> appropriate and she said well, i don't know um give me five minutes i'll get dressed and she just came out and goes this look all right and it all just really worked and she looked really cool she's like, only 15 but she looked great and it's yeah that that's the beauty of it isn't it you know yeah. she doesn't have to think about it so um and that's very powerful for them especially being that age in this insta world Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. It is. It, I think it's powerful for everyone. I think we do underestimate the 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 power that our clothes and our appearance has. Um, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying it's the most important thing about us, but actually, if you can just go to your wardrobe, grab an outfit out, know that you look great in it, and appreciate that 
you look good for you. You're not trying yeah. to meet me. It was the big thing of not trying to be my friend Ange, who always looked amazing and beautifully turned out and wore lovely, pretty, she's a summer, she wore beautiful, soft pinks. And I just wanted to look like that. Well, I'm totally different to her. So once I got that, and it took a while for the penny to drop because my mean girl in my head is always a bit like, oh, well, you know, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Um, and who would want to be me? So I do still, and, and from time to time, that, that still comes up. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know whether I want to be me. But I've embraced that now. And I'm happy with my style and my clothes and the way I look. Um, yeah. There's not things that, I'm not saying the things I'd like to change. You know, both you and I are on this mission to try and get fitter. Um, yeah. But that is more about, about my body working better rather than the way I look because I actually look a lot better than I did 10 years ago when I was three and a half stone lighter. Yeah, I mean, it's ironic, isn't it? I was talking to a friend over drinks on Christmas Eve and said, you know, I'm, I'm still the heaviest I've ever been. I'm probably one, other than when I ran the marathon, I'm probably the fittest I've been in a long, long while, but I'm, but I'm actually the heaviest I've been. And whilst I am trying to lose a little bit of weight, I, I am so much, more happier in my own skin now mm. at the end of 2019 that that I've been for a good few years um and I guess using that horrible j word that's my house of color journey too um because you can train and you can get given all those those tools which are really powerful for house of color and you can do you can help others do it but you've still got to do you've still got to fix yourself as it were yeah. and you and you've still got to go through that and that's good, right? Because that means we are like our clients and we're going through the same thing as they are. Um, it's taken me a while to feel as comfortable as I do in the way that I look and feel. Um, and it's, it, it's awesome to, to say that, really, because it's not about the weight for me. Um, you know, and, and I've got uh, some very, very slim, beautiful friends who I love dearly. Um, but... Um, you know, everyone I know, whether you're, whether they're slim or whatever, that they, none of them, like I said, none of them are as happy or happy with themselves, you know? So everyone has hangups, don't they? Hmm. They um, do. And, and I think, yeah, we've got the tools to be able to dress those bits of us we don't like. And we've got that, but actually then making that emotional connection with accepting them, I think is really, you know, there's a lot of, of talk about, loving your body and everything well i i'm really working on accepting my body i'm not yeah. quite sure i can go i really love that great big bit of cellulite there and that saggy bit there and all of those, those stretch marks but i accept them you know they that my body's done huge things for me with having children and you know it gets me around there's there's so much it does so i've i've accepted i'm dressing but I want to now, I, it goes back to the self-care bit. God, it's a bit deep in there. Um, it's about looking after myself. <laughs> we just knew it would get deep. We're supposed to be yeah. just having a laugh, really. On a Sunday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, it's important. I, I, I don't think we would have possibly been having this conversation five years ago. I think things have changed. Women are becoming a lot more open about feeling like this. We're not just trying to put on this, everything is perfect mask we're going well actually you know yeah it's really good i'm really happy with my life but i'm still working on these little bits here as well we are all still working and connecting the dots i think and that's the sort of powerful thing that i want to share with people 
yeah no, absolutely and when i when i looked down our um our list of what we said we wanted to talk about this long list that we must have to make 50 episodes of this because we've got so many things um i think some of the topics that we've talked about today as a bit of an intro it'd be really useful for us to delve into a little bit deeper um, and make it, maybe make those as a podcast on their own because i think that might help people um, mm. and also be maybe and also us. hopefully and us and hopefully remotely <laughs> interesting for people who knows <laughs> who knows i'm sure we will hear about all of our insecurities and all of our hang-ups and <laughs> It's just a bit of self-care for you and me, Jane, really. Yeah. Well, it's a way of getting to chat, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Every couple of weeks we get to chat. If yeah. other people listen, great. If not, we'll still get to chat and we'll sort ourselves out. So yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so we'll just make sure that we do cover those topics. And and I guess um we're probably gonna record a couple and then and then and then publicise these. Um, but obviously for anyone who does want to um I guess suggest some stuff that we can talk about then it would be useful if they just got in contact with us so we'll put our details up on there I'm sure we can work yes. out to do it. Yeah. I think you know even as we've gone through this podcast we've relaxed into it from the beginning where I'm like, talking over each other and I don't know what to say as we've we've sort of chatted more it is more like we're we're chatting and we're not necessarily recording it so no. I think as we go on it will become more and more relaxed it'd be great to you know talk about things that other people want us to talk about have a bit of um, structure maybe have the odd guest on as well um who can talk about things you know we going back to that strong women theme um strong women doesn't mean that you don't have challenges but it means that how it's about how you deal with them and support from other people isn't it yeah absolutely absolutely i'm making notes as i go I can see you're making notes. I'm not. I'm just relying on you to make notes in typical things. I'm like, can you share those notes for me, Claire, please? <laughs> so yeah. So I think um, I think it's it's going to be interesting. I think it'll be interesting for us yeah. um, to carry on and just just see where this takes us and just keep talking. Um, because like, like we were saying we both love to listen to a podcast and my favorite ones are when friends are talking or when it's husband and wife and they're just chatting about things that have gone on um i think that's really interesting to find out about other people in a bit more depth so um, i think we're both well i certainly am an oversharer so um yeah. <laughs> all kinds of things coming I think up i am as well an <laughs> oversharer I love that term. I've never heard that before. Oh, haven't you? Oh, yeah, you get pulled up on it. Oh, yeah. Who didn't need to know that? Too much information. Oh, I love it. Great. <laughs> I love hearing about other people's business. It's fabulous. <laughs> yes. Well, if it helps other people, I'm more more than happy. Um, you know, yeah. I'd rather be open and honest about about stuff. Um, yeah. It's kind of, it's cool, isn't it? It's a great way to start the year, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't and it's it? a big year, isn't it, with your fiftieth coming up? Yeah, so thank you for that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do one on how am I coping with being 50? We could do that, couldn't we? Yes, yeah, we could, yeah. <laughs> the mental strain of hitting the big five oh. You won't notice any difference, dear. <laughs> no, no, I suppose not. I suppose not. No. Anyway, should we wrap this up and then... Um... I think so, yes. Yeah, cool, yeah. okay. Well, it's been lovely to talk to you, Jane. <laughs> and you Claire <laughs> we should do this more often <laughs> we should do it we should do it um, I guess we hope you've enjoyed it the first one of our podcast there'll be there'll be many more I'm sure <laughs> and they'll get better we won't, we won't be able to shut ourselves out will we I know <laughs> like, oh there they are again there they are again 
<laughs> okay, take care. I'll uh, stop recording now. Okay. <laughs>